Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Callista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. Hello. Hello. Gosh, did I beat Callie? I think you did. That's crazy. So your neighbors were fighting? Well, they they still are. I I thought he left, but it was actually him throwing something against the wall. So I went to record in the living room. Do you record our domestic and like call cops? I don't think so. Okay. Potentially. Drama. Yeah. Good grief. I know. I don't want you to end up on a dateline episode, Maddie. So nope. No doors locked. Dateline. No dateline. It's Callista Wolf. Hello, ladies. Hello. I don't think oh, Lily Friday. likes arrow, guys. I think my dog's it. scared of arrow. It's a lot of loud noises. And- it was a lot of loud noises this week. Because you kind of have to play, like, keep an eye on the volume tab. Because if mm-hmm. there's any talking, it's all mm-hmm. quiet. But then as soon as any action starts, then it gets all loud. In your She's head. like, what are you watching, Mom? This is weird. This seems stressful. I stress out, Mommy. Lily, stop crying on my stomach. Oh. <sighs> it's but Felicity it's Friday. It's episode this week. I know. I know. I'm so excited. It's Felicity Friday. I know. It's at like, the end. Finally. Uh, yeah. Perfect timing of getting to good episodes. It's been that kind of day of period of cramps hit me like a freight train in the last hour of my shift. And then I was like, all right, ready to just get in comfy jammies and talk arrow with my ladies. I like it. I like it a lot. That's about what I have energy for. So, but this is the good one. This is where it all kicks into high gear. (laughs) Finally. 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 Like, when you think about how long it really takes Arrow to get cooking, it's amazing they stayed on the air. Like, well, when you think, you think about, like, how quickly shows are canceled. These days, I was just about to say with, like, the Netflix thing of, like, nothing is allowed, like, two seconds to develop and right. figure their shit out. Yep. And, like... Arrow would never happen in this current climate. No, you're absolutely right. Arrow would mm-hmm. never happen today. Because we're we're episode 14. And they're just starting to like get a rhythm. But even Figure out still, what the like, hell that's they're doing. just beginning too. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, mm. okay, show we probably wouldn't have survived. We had to put up with a lot of BS. I'm like rewatching this and I'm like, it's a good show. But oh, there was a lot of stuff they had to fix. Well, yeah, you think about it now in the current model. If like this was straight to streaming or something. Oh my god. You're doing like ten to twelve episodes at a time. Whenever so, I hear Laurel fans say that season one is one of the best episode seasons, I'm like, you're <sighs> You're surely joking. You're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me. No, I can't. 
And, you know, it's not that I'm not interested in the island stuff. It's just, I don't know how interested I am. <laughs> it was always very hard to have any investment in what was well, going on. Well, I think there. now it, it doesn't really lend itself to a rewatch. Like, well, you kind of, you need it the first time around as you're getting to know Oliver. And you're like, yeah. okay. Yeah. But now that I know this information... I don't need to see it again, you know? The flashbacks were all about the reveal. I mean, I really feel like season one, what anchors it is, like, Stephen Amell's, like, pure charisma and commitment to the part. And he's very good as Oliver Queen in present day and as the Arrow. But they have to, he has to be flashback Ollie. It's like any charisma. I mean, it's a testament to Steven's acting that he can morph into this other person and like show almost no signs of the Oliver that we know. But it drags. It really drags. I'm like He was not a, a great fella. No, it's exhausting. He's exhausting. And it's just like you know he's gonna get it someday, but Today, that day is not this day, and it's just kind of exhausting. I feel bad for Slade and Yao Fei keeping this kid alive. Like it's a, I just am, ex- I'm exhausted on their behalf. We like, all were so exhausted. It's just tiring because if Yao Fei had made it alive through this, or Slade didn't go crazy, they should have been paid a lot by the Queen family. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Well, I think it's okay. I forgot how literal this show is because the episode title is The Odyssey. And I'm like, haha, you know, like the Greek story. And they have a shot of the damn book. And then they quote it the, the secret to getting the plane. Right. The secret. And I'm like, seriously, mm-hmm. boo. Oh, it's the one book Oliver read. <laughs> College. Like out of all the books that you could have and didn't read, you like, chose what? to read that one. What? What was he taking? Like Greek mythology, like Greek literature. Like what were you studying in college, Oliver? That would nobody you to read, read the, the Odyssey, Odyssey in college. Sorry, I don't think no. that's English. Don't come at me, English lit people. I did English lit in college, and we, we didn't read. No, it. We, we read, didn't read it the freaking Odyssey. We, we read the um Western high school, tradition. like Odyssey yeah, is high like, school. Yeah, I know why the caged bird sings. You know what I mean, like that shit, but not the freaking Odyssey. No, we did. We did the Odyssey in in Western traditions in college. There you go. So really, can we just nail yeah, down? I was about to what say, was I was major because I have questions. <laughs> yeah, what did? <laughs> Did he major in business? I mean, that makes most yeah. sense, I think. Yeah. I want to say we read the Odyssey in, like, sophomore year of high school, something like that. Yeah. That that tracks. I don't even know if I ever read it. It, it was college for me, but, like, I didn't who read it. really wanted to read it? I mean, yeah. I hit some Shakespeare hard in college. There was a... I had that, too. Yeah. I had all home. the... All yeah, the... you had all the things. <laughs> yeah, I'm just... I don't know. It was bugging me. I was just like really show 
because like now I got to do the thing with the review and I got to review. I was about to say we're caught up to your reviews. Do the thing and it's I'll do it. I'm gonna do it, you guys. I'm gonna do it. You don't have to do it. it. No, see, I can't not do it. I'm like, fuck. (laughs) Damn it! They put the damn book in the freaking show. I was like, you absolutely do not have to. I was like, I I was like, how much can I breeze past that this is you know about the Odyssey just because it's in the title. And I, they literally showed me the shot of the book. I'm like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> Five people will probably read it. You absolutely do not have to write. Well, it ain't going to be a long review, guys, because it's just pretty much about Felicity for me. And I don't care. I don't care about the island. Oliver didn't die again on the island. Great. They're not off of it. Great. They kept him alive. Yalfe has, has meets Shadow. We find out there's a shadow. And, uh... And Slade kills Billy Winter. Who also should have been paid a lot if she made it through a lot. <laughs> I have so many questions for Shadow. Like, numero uno, how do you find Ollie more attractive than Slade? Like, just from a, like a, just like a, question. you know, like, I understand, like, the Manu versus Steven aspect, not so great, but I'm just saying... You As had the your characters. Choices. You had your choices. These were the choices. Slade was right there. Slade's right there. And he's like madly in love with you and super hot and knows how to handle. He a knife. is the definition of Silver Fox. I know. It's like he's I don't strong, know, the knife he's work. capable. Mm-hmm. Can handle a gun, can kill ten people. I'm just not seeing it. I'm not seeing Australian, it. Australian, like not seeing it. I don't know. Is she attracted to his genteel nature? Because it just comes off as whiny. Well, maybe it's like like she wants to be alpha, you know? I guess. How much did you like the shot of Oliver and Laurel in bed together? I literally cringed. Very much so. With the dream suit. Why the hell? Can I just? Why do all of these other female characters get the dream sequences and we get jack shit? There we was got no a dream sequence because we were for sequence? real. We did get a dream sequence in, in season three. It just wasn't in bed. What was it? I totally forgot. It was with the, the knife sticking out of his belly. The dream oh, yeah, he had. I while... Oh, you're right. They were making out. Okay. Oh, that was a good one. They? Super disturbing. Okay. I'm fine. Never mind. I take it back. <laughs> it just bothers me anytime they try. I just, I have a very, listen. I don't want them to include Laurel in any way, shape, or form in the show, but I also want to admonish them for not including her in any way, shape, or form. They can't win, literally. They can't can't win with me. It's never going to be, oh, I'm like, why did you put Laurel in it? And then next week, I'm like, see, they don't put Laurel in it. That's what's wrong with the show. (laughs) I'm not saying it's logical. Both can be true. (laughs) I'm saying it derives from my hate fire. Okay, let's get to Felicity. So Moira shoots Oliver. Okay, can we talk about the second that Moira uses the picture of Oliver and Thea? He's like immediately like, no, okay, surrender. Right. I'm on my knees. And Oliver like lessens the the tension on the bow. I'm like, you weren't going to shoot her? Like, what are you even? Come on. He's like, oh, well, now that she's saying she's my mom. I'm like, what are you? She was always your mom. Like, from the, from the minute you swung in through the window and broke all the glass. At worst, you, you were going to shoot her in the shoulder her. or something. Right, like... and you stabbed all the people. You were, she was your mom. 
why does holding up a picture of yourself and Sia make you be like, oh, well, maybe I don't need to go as rough on her? I also felt it was very, like, literally symbolic of what Moira does, is what she uses her children as a shield, and then she a does something shady man. with them. Absolutely. Yeah. And then and as Oliver soon as they let their guard down, yeah. pulls a gun and, and shoots oh, you. My mom's really a nice person. No! She's not. She's shady as fuck. So then she gets shot. Question. There was a really massive blood pool on the ground. Isn't Oliver's... Um, wouldn't we think that his DNA is in the system? They addressed that in the episode. I thought the same thing upon rewatch. I was like, wait, that's a lot of evidence left but behind. But Felicity right. deleted it from the... the... He, he hacked the crime lab and ordered the sample to be destroyed by accident. That was literally part of the episode, guys. Come on! <sighs> Sorry, I must have been distracted by my stupid dog not wanting to lay down. <sighs> okay. Yeah, so then he shows up in the back of Felicity's Mini Cooper, which I love when they talk about, like, how hilarious shooting that is, where, like, the back half of Steven's body is just sticking out of the car. Now it's all I can think about when I see that scene. Steven doesn't fit in there. Every now and then, whenever I see a Mini Cooper on the road, I think... Yeah, there's there's no way. There could be legs hanging out the back seat. Five foot nine Stephen Amell does not fit in the Mini Cooper. <laughs> well, yeah, it makes me think of like <laughs> I won't give it to him, Cal. I'm not giving him the inches. But like when I was it. when I was in high school and would get picked up in um we had a Volkswagen Beetle and since I was the younger sibling, I was in the back seat of it, even though even as like a freshman, I was like five ten, having to like cram myself. <laughs> the back seat of a, of a bug. I mean, honestly, you have to be a very tiny person. I feel to fit in a Mini Cooper. I think like any of us, it would be tough. Basically, a dog. That's what can fit back there. A very like tiny a, person, adult person. I feel like in terms of people, but suspension of disbelief. Blah blah blah. Right. I feel like in terms of people's reactions to finding out about who Oliver truly is, Felicity's reaction remains the best oh totally because she's like yeah that makes sense yeah that's <laughs> she's like it's not even like a shock yeah she's like, yeah, okay. although it's just first the initial thing although as i've grown more into adulthood realizing the true terrifying fear of oh, you're yeah. getting into your car and realizing there's a man in the back seat of your car he's kind of a serial killer anyway so like that's, that's more fine. of a shock than like him being the arrow is not a shock. It's first just like, oh, person in my in my car. And then, oh, bleeding person. Wait, arrow. Wait, Oliver. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just doing the visual mouth of this right. all makes sense. Okay. Exactly. Yep. And then I love the line when he's like, take me to my father's factory in the quiz. She's like, you need a doctor, not a steel worker. <laughs> I'm surprised she knows where that is. Like, I feel like if it was me, he's really depending on my ability to read maps and know where like, things are. Can you give me directions? Oh, yeah, because like, <laughs> GPS that shit for me, man. I don't know where that is. Because it's, it's like, it's driving around. City. It's not like a small town right. where it's like, like it's freaking, everyone it's knows the factory. Seattle or you Chicago? Know? Like, you can't just tell me, go, there's a warehouse in Chicago, take me there. I'm like, oh, I don't know where that is. <laughs> this is a very bad plan. Luckily, Felicity has a good sense of direction. 
Exactly. Because, like, if it's a shutdown factory, it's not going to show up on Google Maps. Like, this is a good point. Mm-hmm. Once again, suspension of disbelief. If, if he can fit in the back Roll with it. We just got to roll with it. Roll with it. It's fine. It's fine. Well, and, of course, like, you have to knock Steven out because he's doing – it's too hard for him to do a full flashback episode and have actual scenes in present day. So they just – Basically, it's like when Sarah Michelle Geller went to Saturday Night Live and they turned Buffy into a rat. It's like that episode. So, speaking of before before we move on with the episode, I saw a Tumblr post that apparently Pedro Pascal. Yes, I he's doing SNL. No, I know that, but I mean, he was in Buffy. One hundred percent. He was in season five. He season was four, her only college season friend. four, episode. Oh, so, one. sorry, season four. Was it one or two? Yes, it was the first one. Right when she was at college, yeah, and they like, were both lost, mm-hmm. and he was looking for directions, and she was lost, and it was very cute, and it was like maybe there might be something mm-hmm. there. He was really adorable. Like it was her very first college friend, and then he turned into a vampire. <sighs> she had to slay him. God bless Pedro Pascal. Anyway. I know he's really cute. He like pops up in those random places where you're like hey that's pedro pascal like I he really him. was kind of a like a character actor for a really long time oh my gosh and now he's reluctant dead right anyhow <laughs> yes i know i gotta watch the last of us i'm excited about that it's I, really good I, you'll I like I, it. me and nick want to yeah. start watching that one so it's on the list it's on the list i just ended up watching the army hammer documentary on discovery plus i haven't had the guts to yet <sighs> So he's ruined forever. So yeah, yeah, stay away, people. They're absolute the epitome. His family, him, the epitome of all evil. There, there's yeah, just so many layers it. to it. Yeah. Oh no, there. This is like this goes to like satanic level. Oh yeah. Evil. No, I, like, I, I saw like a thing about it, but I like I don't want to watch. No, that. his great grandfather lived till he was like 95 or something, and I truly believe it's because he sold his soul to the devil. So. They're like really evil people. So just stay away. Don't go see his movies. He's the worst. I know. It ruins the man from Uncle. It's fine. It totally ruins the man from Uncle. (laughs) But to be fair, he hasn't had a hit. And like, I think the social network was his one and only hit. So, and he was like a bit part in that. So, yeah. But his best movie was The Man from Uncle. He was also in uh, Call Me by Your Name. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. And then now the most cursed movie to ever exist is the Lone Ranger remake with him oh, as the Lone Ranger with Johnny Depp as Tonto. God. Why did they ever think that was a good idea? I don't know. Like, you want to be in a studio's Like, there's not enough cocaine to think that that's a good idea. It's like, how do they come to these decisions? I really, I, I have so many questions because they're such bad decisions. So bad. Okay. Anyways, back, anyway, to, back to Felicity. Yeah, um, back to Felicity. We got her Diggs' reaction to her, which like this is really like yes, it's an Oliver flashback episode, but it's also a Diggle and Felicity, which I yes. love because they don't get a lot of scenes together. Not but, especially. In but later you needed seasons. to set this yeah. in place for really the team to solidify. You know. Yeah, yes. and they're kind of doing the same in the flashbacks where they're solidifying, you know, it's going to be... Island team. Yeah, island team, Shadow Slade and Oliver. So that parallel gets even and bigger so in season nice. two. Yeah. 
yeah, but it's this is the setup. What I like about this evolution is I think Felicity asks the question that I think a lot of people who perhaps were Laurel fans were asking, like, why me? She asked all of, she asked Dickel, why did he come to me? And I think that that's a question that, like, why her? Like, there was such a dismissive attitude about Felicity in season one of, oh, she's just comic relief or, oh, she's just there to be the IT girl, you know, and make jokes. And I think, I think sometimes the show is good at anticipating those questions. Sometimes they're not, but sometimes they do. And I think when it came to Felicity, they were they, because they yeah. never treated her as just when it came to characters they gave a fuck about. Right, then. Exactly. That, so that seems to be a requirement. Like, <laughs> I, 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 my personal perspective on it is I think Felicity is a person who is dismissed by people. People don't really see how smart she is. They don't see her full potential. And I think Oliver is the same. People are very dismissive of Oliver because of his past. So I think he recognizes that in himself and in her. Also, she's wonderfully brilliant. Yeah. Because he he ran the background check of, like, this is a very brilliant person who's who's stuck in the depths of IT. But here's the thing, though. Because he ran the background check. We find out that later, right? Right. But how does he know she's not going to just, because she's she's a moral, law-abiding citizen. But how do we know that she's not going to just turn around? Given and call that the he cops? doesn't know about her shady MIT dealings, he does not know that yet. Exactly. Yeah. So how does he know that? He really doesn't. So it's a huge. I mean, for a guy who doesn't trust anybody, maybe. And hear me out here. Maybe he is counting on the strength of their connection that they already have established mm-hmm. between them, that there's mm-hmm. something between them. Plus that scene in Big Belly Burger where, you know, can you, can I trust you? Yeah, there's a like, trust. I think that scene had to happen for for the rest of this to work. Right. I think yeah. I agree. For 14 to be believable, you got to have the restaurant scene. I think you're correct. I also think that was always my attitude about him telling Laurel is, well, she's a prosecutor. I actually don't trust that she wouldn't just run to well, daddy. And what proof has she given that she can be trusted? She right. tried to put his mother to the electric chair. Right. And she's tried to prosecute the hood. Like she, I mean, I, I get it. I think this week we were off the hood. I don't know. I can't remember. Um, but that was always my thing. Like, I don't actually know that she wouldn't just, like, okay, slap some cuffs on him. She I didn't show a lot of loyalty. Like, assume she has the hots for the arrow and thinks he's, like, this amazing guy. And I'm like, well, yes, yeah, some weeks she does. But other weeks she's, like, he's a criminal. Well, and sometimes her feelings on him were based in things that weren't just this is against the law. It was I feel rejected by him. Right. So, therefore, now this week I hate him and I want him in jail. She's like a real loose emotional cannon, that Laurel Lance. And you just never know which way things are going to shake out. Which, yeah, I hate that about her. I don't like that about her. But I think with Felicity, he has been, to me, and I think Maddie, what Maddie said, is right with characters they give a shit about they put the effort in and the building blocks are there even the show 
like it's taken us a really long time to get here but like they methodically built up her character in a way that I actually really have not seen since where you're taking a very very small character and slowly but surely weaving them into till they are literally the fabric of the show yes and it doesn't feel rushed it doesn't seem oddly paced it doesn't feel like what the heck is she doing in the foundry when we when we finally get her there you're like yes finally she's in the foundry because also in the element of like building trust like oliver knows that felicity's not an idiot Mm -hmm. and he's also while he's while he's not the most self-aware person he's self-aware enough at least to know that his cover stories were were lame and stupid and if he wants to keep using her as a resource here's my thing my my gut reaction to all of that oh oliver was so terrible at lying he actually really wasn't terrible about lying to everyone else he just didn't want to lie to her he didn't want to lie to her but the fact that she didn't report suspicions based off of right, like she right. called, she could have called up Lance and been like, "So Oliver was asking around about a about car, a black arrow, and there was a bullet written laptop." So I, he gave her opportunities. I think you're right, Maddie. Like they're little like, tests, little tests, yeah. And she passed. I love that because it's like, can you solve it? And then also, will you rat out on this being suspicious? Yeah, I just love the way they even dress her, though. It's, like, such a pop of color. She's in the bright purple with the matching lipstick. It's, like, magenta lipstick. It's, like, we've been staring at green and gray and black (laughs) for so long. It's literally, like, they put a little balloon in the center of Oliver's villain, like, or his hero dungeon. So, I was like, oh, this is so nice. Life. And, like, Diggle's having an actual conversation with a person. Like, we got to have, like, some Diggle, you know, yeah. exploration. Yeah, we got Diggle. And development. Diggle and development. Yeah. Because I think Felicity, what I love about Felicity is Felicity's the audience. So, finally, we have somebody in there who's asking all the questions that we want to ask. Like, Diggle, what's up with you? Like, you seem like you're Mr. Moral, but you're cool with, you know, Oliver Body dropping too. bodies. Right. And that's why I'm, I'm always like when people get like, oh, Felicity, you know, whenever Oliver did something that would hurt Felicity, everyone would get all like on his case about it extra because it's Felicity. But Maya and no, he's wrong in doing those things. But obviously she she had a, a pretty low bar for the guy to start out with and that yeah. she got on board when he was murdering people. Cold blood. Yeah. Judge and jury executioner. She's like, yep, that's my man. So, like, come on, people. So yeah. I also think I think the addressing this with Daigle is really important. And I think another like moment of really the Diggle Felicity connection, like building of just this trust and respect and all of that, is when she does come in with him and they have to do like triage medicine. The fact that she's able to keep like a steady head and like doesn't freak out, like she's mildly a little grossed out about like him profusely bleeding and yeah, but she the, can the stakes it. of it. But she's she she's bu- not a hysterical female. She's not hysteric, right. and like she buckles down and okay, we're gonna just get it done and we're doing. there we we're go. Doing bullet and... wounds today. Got it. So got it. I think and just I think tell me Diggle's what to do. Story, and I think Diggle's story about you know Afghanistan 
it was actually one of my favorite David Ramsey scenes because he plays it so quiet and it really lets you into his trauma, his pain, which he identifies in Oliver and really like these moral gray zone that they live in for so long where Diggle's like, well, yeah, here I was a soldier supposed to be fighting for my country. There's pretty much nothing more honorable than you, than doing that and I'm protecting a warlord and I shot a kid to protect the warlord it's like wasn't feeling great about myself so oddly enough this he feels is more moral than that behavior he feels like he's doing more good fighting Oliver's war than he was like the actual war yeah and I think the key part to Felicity to me is always her compassion. She's not a very judgmental person. And so when she hears that, she's like, okay, I can get on board with that thinking. And I think that it, that, that actually helps her sign up with Oliver too. Like how much good am I really doing on my own or will I be doing more with him? That's also also a good point. mm -hmm. Not to always take every opportunity to bag on Katie Cassidy but we're gonna it's so easy it's just there's just so much of it in season one guys we'll we'll back off in season two but she's we'll been be. a lot season one I'm gonna well, I'm not gonna back well, off in season fair. two we're not gonna back off that's <laughs> yeah it's just it's not happening but like this is a great moment of like exposition and character development and that David's doing this great monologue and Emily is actually reacting to it. Like the shots where they pan to Felicity, she's listening and processing and like reacting as her character would. Having a conversation. Like blank stare, arms crossed. Right. Clearly the camera is not on her, but she's still reacting to David. This is what we needed as the, like to fill out this team. Well, there's just such a nice fluid, like, banter. There's just a flow. It's easy, like, right Yeah, it's just like, you know, like, you're supposed to say clear. And, you know, it's just like, there's a, it just gels. And there's something about the three of them in a room together, when it's the three of them, or two of them even, no matter what combination of the trio you get, it works. Oliver and Felicity, you know, Diggle and Oliver, Felicity and Diggle. It's, it just works. So I, I think why we get so excited about 14 is like, okay, now the lying part of it can stop and we can really get Felicity in on the action, which means more Oliver interaction, which, yeah. So it's just more Felicity on screen, which really breaks up some of the monotony. It really does. Of the episodes. Well, I think it's, I've always had this thing where, she wasn't supposed to be this big of a character. And I, I hear like the, the haters, the anti say that all the time. Like she's just, little, she's just this little nothing character. And this attitude that she doesn't matter is the reason why she does matter. Exactly. Because Oliver isn't just interested in he sees beyond that stuff 
And what he zeroes in on with her is her compassion and her intelligence and her humanity. That just like totally shines out to him. And yes, this is a little nobody, little IT girl who just makes jokes and she's not important and she's not the female lead and she's not prosecuting all the bad guys and she's not going to be the black canary and blah, blah, blah. But that is all the reason why he loves her. <laughs> you this know what I mean? This film is ostensibly about Oliver losing and regaining his humanity. Of course, she's the goodness in the world that he is fighting for. Right, exactly. Of course, she'd be important in that journey. Right. You so the dismissiveness that people have about her character, like why are we? Why are people? And it was just. I think it's hard for people to understand because, like now. It's like, of course, all of them Felicity. But, like, back then, you guys, like, we were oh, living people, on a prayer. Awful. It was awful. Like, we were delusional yeah. for even thinking this was a possibility. That was the I attitude. Had, I had aunties in my inbox on Tumblr every day. Like, I'd wake up, and overnight, I would have gotten something. Yeah, like, I mean, even every in time. season three. Even in season three. when I Literally to the end of season three. I mean... <laughs> start to finish season three they were all over me that this was an impermanent this is this is not going to last it's like she's who are like you a, trying to convince yeah she's <laughs> just gonna like she's a little she's a little you know stop off on the road to laurel and like i really okay. don't feel you guys watch this show closely <laughs> i'm sorry I, I remember, like, in season two, because I wasn't watching live in season one, but in season two, I started to get the feeling like it was, it felt more like we were on even, even playing fields. And, you know, either, either one team could be right. Either it will be a thing or it won't be a thing. Yeah. But in season three is when I really started to feel like, oh, these people aren't really paying attention to the show anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Cause season two, it's like, we get the signals they're going there, but is it going to be a long-term endgame situation or just a CW put puts random combos of people together? I mean, but by Steven the end of season two, then SD- you're like... Yeah, Stephen literally addressed that question at SDCC because that's what all the reporters were acting like. Oh, is this correct. just yet another love interest? And he's like, no, no. no. She's, the, she's the one. She's it. And like, they wouldn't believe him. He's like, I'm not messing around. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, there's one person like they couldn't they couldn't comprehend that it wasn't going to be Laurel anymore so I think that that dismissiveness actually worked in Emily's favor in that she was able to cultivate this character and she just showed up from scratch basically and she, yep, and there she was no preconceived up. notion yeah and she was able to extrapolate what she needed to from the pages and they were able to you know put into the pages what they needed to and she really built the character with the writers. I give them plenty of credit too, from the ground up. And it feels authentic and it feels like a real start to finish evolution. And the mm-hmm. only other character who I feel probably matches that and or exceeds that is Oliver. Correct. So when they're doing that with a character, that character is really important. So this dismissiveness I think is actually somewhat why Oliver chooses her. She's not supposed to matter. And that's the kind of person that he notices now. You know, Ollie wouldn't have paid any attention to Felicity. You know? Yeah. People like to be like, oh, how would Felicity have reacted to Ollie? It's like, it wouldn't have been a thing. No. It wouldn't have, 
been a thing at all. It's just they're so totally different. He would have thought she's pretty and a cute, looks cute in a skirt. Which is not to say that Aller didn't think those things, but that was not his primary focus. No. There's there's depth to Oliver now, so he can see he the would have depth. Made, it a, made a pass, yeah. but wouldn't have wanted to actually get to know her. Now, I'm a little annoyed with him that we're even like, I mean, again, we're building Felicity in. This is this is the part where I tell myself is like it's a simultaneously two two major things are happening in that they are building Felicity into the great love and they are deconstructing Laurel as the great love. Like that's a hard thing to do. They're really working their way backwards from the pilot. And they're doing both in tandem. In tandem at the same time. So really like to me, once you get from like, if you start from the pilot and you go to season two, 223, it's a, it's a, it's probably one of the more impressive writing processes i've seen on a tv show it's, it's why i can't be too upset by right. the radioactive scene at the end right. of season one yeah because that had to happen for right. them to die yep yes their 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 story to be over yeah, they're like, literally like stabbing it through the heart <laughs> they're like we set up they the promise it. of this couple right. let's get that out of the way and kill it but in order to, that's what I love about the, but about introducing Felicity now, in order for her to be a viable, like makes sense, love interest to be the great love of Oliver's life. She has to know who Oliver is. Yes. She has to know who he is. Cause if you don't know who he is, there's like 75% of his personality that you are totally clueless on. So the fact that they think that they can keep going and build the Laurel love story without doing that? This says to me right there, they have no real interest in actually, and honestly, like... Honestly, you guys, that's why I 100% believe by the time they brought Felicity on, they were already moving that right. direction. They like, can sit yeah. there and say I all know. they want mm-hmm. that it wasn't until season two, yeah. but I know that that's when it happened. This because is them calling their shot. Consider when that episode was filmed. That episode was filmed after the winter hiatus. Yes. That episode was filmed when they, like, around the time that they gave Colin Donnell his notice that he yep. was going to be Walking like, papers. All this stuff. Yeah, this is a month after hiatus. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Over that hiatus. Mm-hmm. And that's why this happened the way it did. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't tell me otherwise. I won't no. hear it. They will never <laughs> convince me. Mark loves to say, oh, we decided around season two that it was going to be, you know, the Oliver he, and Laurel love story say finished. Like, whatever well, reason. It's like, you don't write the season one finale without knowing where you're going with both relationships. I'm sorry. It's well, just... Let's Particularly, be real, uh, I cannot yeah. wait till we get to the finale because it, it keys in so... Cl- I mean, they did it on purpose. The two finales. The season one finale and the season two finale with both really huge romantic scenes and their placement that was on purpose so they are deconstructing it but I don't know why they won't just say it like even now just say it I feel like they're just throwing the Laurel fans a bone probably it hurts too much we don't need to decapitate them 
actually, Kelly, real, I, I'm just putting the timeline all together. <laughs> now thinking about it with like other seasons, because uh-huh. nine was the mid-season finale. So not yeah. only is this in the second half, it's a few episodes in. Well, and they so, don't stop filming at the mid-season finale. Though. Exactly. They, they a film couple a episodes. couple more after that. But Correct. this might be kind of one of the first couple of ones like I'm pretty after sure Christmas break. Consider, and so consider Steve's hair. He has yeah. a buzz cut. He did not in the previous episodes. He did get a buzz cut over that break because that's when he went and married Cassandra in St. Parts, remember? Oh, <laughs> yeah. But this is, we wrapped up the first half. Writers yep. have a talk of like, okay, this is what's happening. And then they have a talk with Colin's people like, hey, guess what? And then they also have a talk with Emily's people of, hey, guess what? And... <laughs> Um, right? this is on the horizon because you gotta lock down the actress like you can't just be like well we're gonna make you a major character because pilot right. season is about to start again mm-hmm. and so it's she can't go anywhere you right. hear <laughs> so well, don't recall, have her audition for other stuff right if i recall the the entertainment news at that time was right before that aired they mentioned that she had been locked into a contract boom there it is boom so like you don't you can't tell me no, thank you. can't you. tell me. And and honestly, in, in episode 15, which I know I'm jumping the gun a little bit, preview to next week. Yeah. Um, I fully believe that was their, their chemistry test. Could be. In quotes. Because you can't tell me that moment where he's bending down in front of her and telling her, yep. you know, yeah. you're not the only one who knows how to reboot my system. Like, seriously. Like, how you do you make computer talk sexy? Like, damn. I was on fire. So okay. that was that was their chemistry test. Mm-hmm. I one hundred percent believe. Well, and again, and I think. Passed. I mean, the humor part of it of Oliver and Felicity, the banter—that's all cute. But like, there needs to be a push pull there that's not aggravating to watch. Right. Like, you need her to <laughs> challenge the hero without you hating the character for challenging the hero. Correct. And I don't yeah. know why. I don't know what it is about Katie Cassidy's performance, but she can't do that. No, because like, it's always antagonistic for it's some reason. It's so mean. And it's not said with Her any Her groove is bitchy, like, and that's fine. Yeah. It's just not good for being a romantic lead in a show even, like that. Even Oliver in the flashback where he's dreaming of Laurel and they're in bed together and they're like, please don't hate me. And she's like, did it hurt when they kill you, Ollie? It just felt weirdly placed. Like, we're so far past Laurel. I'm like, we're still talking about Laurel in the flashbacks. Like, come on, let's wrap it up. I mean, even Slade says to him, That's do over. you really think you can <laughs> sleep with your girlfriend's sister and like make it better? Like, you're delusional. So, like, they're putting that stuff. Like, to me, that's the... We got to walk ourselves back out of this freaking corner we put ourselves into with this They were writing their, their, their way out of it. Yeah, with this stupid picture and the stupid pilot with her walking away in the alley and Oliver mm. there. It's like, it's like we got to fix it. So, yeah. and, like, him coming back and Oliver and Tommy asked him, what did you miss the most? And he's like, Laurel. It's like, bitch, where? 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 All I see with Oliver in relation to Laurel, it's not missing Laurel, it's guilt. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, she's not the thing that's keeping him alive. That would be Slade. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Oliver's own, like, 
he doesn't want to die. He's a young guy, you know? I don't really feel well, like we tapped after, into that. After season one, you don't really feel Laurel is impetus no, it's in the Laurel flashbacks who, at yeah. all. No, it's Laurel not until the very the end flashbacks. before he gets rescued. Yeah, and even that was like that they kind of like, like slotted it in in like this like haphazard, <laughs> just sloppy way. You're like, oh, remember the picture? The picture he hasn't looked at for 500 years. Yeah, that's still a thing. Like, okay. Wasn't it so sad how her fans were just like, they loved that scene. They were like, oh, this no. is it. It's happening. And we're like, oh, you guys. No, honey. <laughs> it's not happening. I still, I can't wait till we get to season four because I'm going to rage. There's going to be so much rage when I get to that episode because it's just, like, she was actually was doing okay five. as a character. We were actually moving towards a good place with Laurel. Yes. And then they fucking ruined it. It still drives me crazy. Like, <sighs> even the thought. Anyways, we'll, we have two seasons, three seasons to go. We'll get there. But it'll happen. that time. Yeah. But no, I really <laughs> do think this really boils down to why does Felicity matter? Why does she yeah. matter? And anybody who's asking that question at, after episode 114 didn't listen to any of the answers. And it, the they bottom line is <laughs> Oliver needs her. He and she's the first just person a... to that he is able to recognize that with, yeah. where he sees her as a human being, somebody who can help him, and that he will allow to help him, where he will mm. be vulnerable enough to say, "You can hurt me with all of this information, but I am trusting mm-hmm. you." Because, like Diggle, has the moment when Felicity's asking why me and. She says, like, or he says, even Oliver needs help sometimes. And that, because they needed her to loop in to help with all of this. Because really, they needed the, like, the tech help But, like, stuff. only kind of really. I think. Only kind of really. Because he was, he was like, moderately competent with because it. But... he could do the computer stuff. He was doing all the hacking shit. They could have. He wasn't doing it to the level that Felicity Right, right. But, like, they could it, have. But... They could have, like. Made do. They could have made do without, like. As we go on in the show, no, you clearly can't make do without Felicity's computer skills, and they're, like, crucial. Yeah. But they could have turned Oliver into more of a computer genius than... Or they could have brought anybody else. Or anybody else to do that. So I think, like, that was, like, an element of this Emily yeah. Bettrecards is so amazing. We yeah. have to integrate her into the role. So we're really going to make the computer thing her thing. And we're going to yeah. actually back off Oliver's abilities so he's even more dependent on her. And also commending her of, like, when she brings up, like, what was the sports drink or whatever, and that it's Vertigo, and that she's like, oh, you guys are the ones that took him down, and but that Diggle recognizes you helped us, too, in that, to be like, you've been a part of this, and you have been doing good, so, like, join us and keep doing good, like, you can make a difference, and that that's that's a pivotal moment that really spawns later because well, even love... though she starts with the provisional I'm only I'll only stay on until we save Walter but really she finds her her purpose through this yes and the handshake I love that he tied it back to the lone gunman to episode mm-hmm. three he's like mm-hmm. you've been a part of our team since episode mm-hmm. three mm-hmm. so eat that haters <laughs> the literal lead of the show says she's been part of the team. I don't want anybody coming at me about Laurel being original Timero. Pass me with that shit. No. No. Don't want to hear it. 
I love that they shake hands. That's so sweet. Because it's the first, like, physical contact, other mm-hmm. than, like, the tapping of his sh- or her shoulder. Remember how, like, Felicity's shoulder is, like, an erogenous zone to yes. Oliver for, like, the first two years? <laughs> but uh, it was the first mutual contact. Right. Like, they will touch each other's shoulders. But, like, the handshake, and it lingers. That's a lingering. And the camera, like, zooms For on. For a while, we're practically in, like, Bridgerton times holding on to this kind of contact of, like, Seriously, though. Who touched hands? <laughs> Shoulder! You're not kidding! <laughs> no, Seriously, honestly, though. Anthony Bridgerton caught more of a feel with, with Kate in the, like, the bee sting. <laughs> oh, my Seriously. God. Yeah. But also, <laughs> another, like, great little moment in this is as soon as like Felicity leaves of and I love cutting the tension of like is there a bathroom I've had to pee as long as I've I've been here the whole time because we've all had that moment of we've had to just get something done but and the whole time we're but like, also like why? where does Oliver go to the bathroom also true like why does they the have to go upstairs to, to go to the bathroom like does he go upstairs to the club or he's got to have a bathroom you know They're when Felicity redid it she put a bathroom downstairs. right did she tile it did she put in like a backsplash like is there she a put in a, a shower she put in right like, all the stuff like what were her color choices what's hgtv this shit like she's herringbone subway tile so it looks like arrows right there definitely plants she puts little plants in there but anywho as soon as she leaves that like Diggle brings up the thing of like just I I I know you want to like bring her on and stuff but we're asking her to be a part of something dangerous and Oliver just like immediately before he can barely finish the sentence is like we can protect her okay though but that is a massively important line because that's his whole argument for not telling Laurel yeah thank you so which one is it Oliver and then also his whole argument for not being with Felicity later of like, well, you said he, from day one that you can protect me. I was going to say what Oliver doesn't want to say. He doesn't want to tell Laurel. Yes. He keeps making excuses for it, but he has no intention of ever telling her about this extracurricular activity he's no, got going on. Never. Not no. once. Never. Which, to me, what possible relationship can you imagine having with a person when you're not going to tell them, FYI, I am going out bow hunting and well, shooting criminals? Well, if you recall at the end of season one, his whole reason he went to her apartment to sleep with her is because he, he thought, thought he, he was, was going to be done. Yep. And here's the thing, guys, and this is what none of them want to hear. He doesn't need Laurel to be the hood. He doesn't need her. He's never needed her the same way he's need- he needs Felicity, both emotionally and, like, from a functional, like, team standpoint. And I think the yeah. part that she doesn't I think Oliver genuinely expects yes. I'm going to quit being the arrow after I handle the undertaking. He does. And then I could just never tell Laurel. About he's this. either, I think his attitude the whole season is because again, Unless he has that. I get dementia in my 70s. I'm like, by the way, I was the hood once. Like, I mean, he's not there yet with Felicity. We're not even close to him even imagining that he could possibly have anything. Like, she's just not on his radar in that way. But I think that 
when he wakes up and he's like, cool, I didn't like, die. he knows there's he's like important. No, there's no spark of joy. There's nothing. He is just not connected to life at all. No, because he says, guess I didn't die. And again. I feel like cool. as we as he goes through the motions and as he's starting to become more connected, which is what happens for the rest of the season, he starts connecting more. He displaces that emotion that connection and he is like oh it needs to go to laurel when really he should have been routing it to felicity Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. like a misplaced he gives her like all the credit for felicity awakening his soul you know what i mean and it takes him a while before he's like i think he can't fathom being with felicity yeah because even you know he he regards at least at this point he regards laurel very well very highly but Felicity is like another level for him. Yeah, I, I think that's like true. Untouchable, pure goddess. I think he know. has like some innocence with her too. Yeah, she's not corrupted. Correct by him. Yes, there's there's already been because Laurel has the baggage of their fucked know. up history. Yeah. Well, and again, like it's like you know. And I'm going to keep hammering on this because I feel like it's really important. And Oliver is such a dingle bat about it. But, like, he really does not examine why he wants to be with Laurel at all. Like, there's, like, no aspect to it of him analyzing that. And so he tries to, like, bring it to his attention this episode. Like, here's here's my theory. Something that can't be fixed. Here's my theory. I think, I believe he never intended to get back together with her because he heard what Slade said, knew there was no going back. But I think what made him kind of, you know, reverse engines was Tommy getting involved with her. Mm. I think it was a pissing contest. And like, he is just he didn't really that much better than me? Her. Yeah. Well, I mean, for starters, Oliver, he didn't sleep with Sarah. So, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It's like so that's just, a secretariat level lead in that horse race. There's so much of season one where <laughs> Oliver is just simplifies what he has to do. He's like, I'm gonna check the names off the list. I'm gonna save the city. Maybe I'll die in the process of it. That's fine. That's cool. I can die. I'm cool with dying. And even if I live, okay, fine. Then I it's like he views forgiveness as like you have to do A, B, and C, and then you you clear to the next level forgiven and like well, and is like that's not how that works and, and that also that brings up the whole thing the fact that he was kind of willing and or expecting to die on his mission tells me that he wasn't intending to get back together with laurel yeah because that's if true he too. was yeah. intending to get back with her he would never be okay with dying i think that tommy laurel and tommy finding out about oliver just like throws such a freaking curveball it just gets i also think that they were rapidly trying to again deconstruct laurel and all of her exactly like, they were just like we gotta we gotta put i don't think any of the things that would have happened in season one happened if would have happened if regards. they weren't already like the shit that goes down at the end of season one i feel like would have been season two yeah so okay so can i explain my brain being weird and my strange sense of humor okay oh, please so y'all are talking about that and deconstructing Laurel and Oliver. And I just have this mental image of, you know, in Chopped when, like, they do this dish that's, like, a random just ingredients thrown together. And the 
Chef tries to make it sound fancy of this is a deconstruction of blah 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 and goes through all these things and I'm just texting arrow writers of like this is a deconstruction of a ship of (laughs) this airing of toxicity it's a mess on a plate infidelity and all this and and you just look at the plate and it's just a mess (laughs) and that's Laurel and Oliver can I ask a question why didn't he say when he called Laurel from the island hi it's Oliver I'm on an island called Lee and you please send the Navy to come get me yeah why was that not an option feel like we could have like maybe gotten some military out there Eh. going once going twice okay See, sometimes the plot holes on this show are so massive. You just have to, like, walk around it so you don't fall into the gaping blackness of it. Avoid the chasm. Avoid the chasms, because it's just like, really? And then he, like, gasps, like a girly little gasp when she hears her voice. I'm like, come on, man! You barely thought about her for the last ten episodes. He's really not going to think about her once he meets Shadow. Oh look, a scantily clad beautiful woman on the on the island from hell. Whatever shall we do with this? That isn't gonna be mad at me for sleeping with her sister. Right. Again, I'm just Shadow make better choices. I just yeah. I just really appreciate Slade trying to, you know, not only teach Oliver how to survive, but impart natural, like common sense. You slept with her sister, dude. It's over. That's... <laughs> yeah let it go so it'll be very interesting because now i gotta rewatch these now i gotta watch the back half because now it gets really interesting on the love trial thing and how we get oliver to all of a sudden like think he maybe can have a shot in hell with laurel i'm telling you it was Josie. okay i'm gonna keep my eyes peeled on that because you might be right i just i literally don't remember i've watched tally often once live that's it never went back not even one time i rewatched 123 quite a bit while i was writing my meta on it but um that was still many moons ago it was like solid eight years (laughs) honestly anything before the pandemic jen's a little rusty yeah yeah. Anything I'm before like, the pandemic happened? feels like it was about a hundred years ago. So. It is nice though. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm I'm enjoying that I don't remember everything. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this show can still be interesting. Good to know. And we get to talk about the gold pretty dress next week. So yes. <gasps> I love the Dodger. Now you ready to feel old? My kid wore that to her homecoming dance. I know. And she, she looked fabulous. She looks so also, good. Remember when she was mini Felicity and like I now know. she's just like Felicity, Felicity. I know. <laughs> she's so cute. She's going to snow days this weekend. Ooh. Mama, I have a question for you guys. What? Share. Would you say that you miss Felicity, that you miss Oliver, that you miss Elicity? Do I miss them? I think probably when I when once we get real cooking on the good episodes i am very much looking forward to like i miss going being back that and... invested in something like that yeah here's the, here's my thing i think i'm being pedantic about what missing yeah kind of means at least to me because when i hear miss that means i want it back not no you can't ever no. have it back the way it was you'd have to have it back the way it is now and I'm like, I don't miss them. I look fondly on the time 
Yeah. I think I missed the time. If I could re-experience it playing live with all of you again. (laughs) Yeah. It phases with me, though. Like, okay, I I really loved high school, but when high school was done, I was done with high school. When I, I really had a nice time in college, when I was done with college... You know, I don't have that, oh, I wish I could repeat a time in my life. I haven't had that hit yet. I just always see people say, I miss them. I miss them They're so much. They're still there. And I'm like, what do you so mean you miss them? Turn it on. It's on We're, Netflix. I'm looking it. forward to kind of closing the loop on season one and season two and, like, checking that off my box and, like, getting to write about season two. I'm really excited about that because I've never done a deep dive on any of those episodes except for one. So I think that part I'm probably really going to enjoy. Rewatching is a lot of fun. And it's, yeah, it's just kind of nice to be able to like, and to chat about it. But like, do I miss Oliver and Felicity? No. I I can't miss them because I already had them. Right. And they like, here's the other part of it. Like, I know people get upset about the finale, but like we were so end game. Like it's so satisfying when you are end game. Like it's like, okay, maybe I didn't get end game in the exact way I wanted it, but I got end game and good enough for me. Yeah. It's kind of where I I do this. I haven't been as fed as well with any shipper pairing since. Right. So I mean, you guys, I watched it's rare. I had to write reviews on teen wolf for remember when I was working for that, yeah outlet yeah and it was rough guys this was not a show plot wise that made sense but I did really like Scott and Allison because they were basically Stefan and Elena and Buffy and Angel and they kill Allison like in the third season I think because the actress didn't want to work with an ex-boyfriend anymore it was absolutely the stupidest career decision she could have ever made in her life she never got arrested ever again and so they all come back to do the movie. And so she comes back because she like, has bills to pay. And so they bring her back to life. And now her and Scott are together and they're endgame. Like, it's so satisfying. But they broke up Styles and Lydia, which is right. stupid. Yeah, exactly. Whereas this is everyone off. Exactly. So, but like for me, that was a satisfying, a wrong was corrected. But I don't have that with Oliver and Felicity. Like if they wanted to bring back Vampire Diaries so Stefan and Elena can end up together, sure, I'm game. It's like whenever I hear I miss, it's like it sounds like people want them to come back to the TV. And it's like, but I don't want them to come back to the TV because they might mess them up. Well, here's the other thing. Like we mind that relationship for all it's worth, guys. Like there comes a point where you have to be like, now we're getting into the territory of like, if they reboot or they try to do something else, like they have to come up with more story and more story beyond a happy ending is bad, is bad news. And I don't know when people are going to like figure this out that them rebooting your show and bringing characters back is seldom, if ever, a good thing. No. Like they were talking about, oh, they were asking Kevin Williamson, what would you do for a Dawson's Creek reunion? He's like, oh, you know, I think Pacey and Joey would have to be divorced and or getting a divorce and working their way towards back to each other. I'm like, no, keep it. Don't fucking watch that. Are you kidding me? I think the solution when you miss Oliver and Felicity, the solution, the best solution beyond just rewatching and reading fan fiction is to go out and find another ship. I think that's good too. I also think there's an aspect of fandom people probably miss, yes. whereas like 
the Elicity fandom because I mean, also just are. fandom has changed since that era. And oh my god, it's, yes. so it's, no, it's never gonna be the same, no. and we can't go back. We really were like the golden years of Tumblr and Twitter, and those aren't coming back, and they're not they coming are. back. And I also feel like fandom, like I've seen other fandoms, I've seen other ships, I'm like, maybe I could get part of that, but I'm like, no. Because I see it flip to toxicity. Like, people it's get so unhappy. Toxic now. Like, okay, perfect example. Chenford, right? That's my rookie blue couple. I love them. I love, like, they are a slow burn. We've waited five years for them to get together. It's all great. And, like, I'm not in the fandom at all. Like, at all. I just watch, like, fan vids. But, like, I'm not engaging with actively with Chenford fans or, like, tweeting about the show and i just watch the pretty gifts that kim makes and see the occasional clip yes kim makes pretty gifts and yep but i'm already seeing people like freak out oh they're gonna break up and i'm like see this this i don't miss this this part of it <laughs> the worrying the wringing of the hands the what are they gonna do or they're gonna ruin the couple thinking of every negative aspect that the writers can do to your show I think what people miss when they say they miss Elicity is they miss how it felt to watch that 320 trailer the first time. They miss how it felt to like be the three Comic Con and looking for for the the gifs of the wedding while it was being filmed and like all this other stuff. All the fun moments. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Andy the jogger and. It was yeah. a really fun time, but I don't need to repeat it because to me, if a t- if, if a moment is really awesome, just appreciate it for the awesomeness that it is. But I don't have to keep reliving it in order to enjoy. There's that a message memory. in here about like our lives, yes, in like, general, like just life enjoy your forward. life as it happens. Yeah, life moves forward, and part of being an adult is understanding that and that. Time moves on, and then you go to the next thing, the next phase of your life where you're going to find love and enjoyment and happy memories. Also, I feel with the current entertainment landscape now, since most things are streaming, that it's all done within, even if it's like a weekly format, like you're within like two months, it's done. And then you have one to two years to wait until the next season. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Stranger Things. And so, like, even a, you'll have a fun little spurt, but it's not like fandom's not able to sustain, and then it just gets toxic and yucky. Well, so fast. But I gotta like call out the people, you know, if you're saying to me, a lot of those people, oh, I miss Elicity. Listen, you miss Elicity now that you know that they end up together and they have a kid and it's all roses and sunshine. But this, our fandom was so freaking stressed out all the time y'all couldn't enjoy it while it was none of y'all i mean not not everybody but there were so many who couldn't enjoy the moment because they were constantly worrying about and now they want to go back and and then they want to go back so like maybe just like relax and just enjoy the moment for what it is and maybe Endgame isn't the very most important thing. Maybe you just enjoy the show when it's a good episode. It's a good episode when it's, it's a like bad maybe episode. Maybe you could have all listened to us at the time when right. we said just dig it. You just need to listen. And I think that's a big part of it for me. As a big part of Arrow for me and I think for Cal, it was a lot of like reassuring. Oh, which is exhausting. It's which mentally is exhausting. Exhausting. Like, guys, we were 
baked after season five. Like, literally strung out. I don't think people exhausted. understand just how over it we were. We were so over it. Like, we weren't over the show. We were just over the, like, the lack of belief that all of We were, I were was, ending. at least me, I was over the fandom. I really was. It was really toxic. It got bad. It got rough. And I think, like, part of that is that we had a lot of friendships that we were like, oh, these were going to be people who are important to us. And, like, people we thought LOL, were going to no. be in our <laughs> lives after the show was over. No. And that was very, no. very wrong. We <laughs> found out the hard way that, that we were super wrong him. about some peeps and it was painful it was painful i would say it was painful it and was very painful I, yeah it was very painful for us so i think you know that impacts some of it too it wasn't all sunshine and roses but like yeah did we have amazing cons and you know talking to mark guggenheim at sdcc and doing spoilers and like you know being excited when photos came out yes loved all of it i loved all the highs the lows it was a i wouldn't trade it. it for anything wouldn't trade for anything but like do i want to relive it no, no. <laughs> not even a little bit not like, even I, a little to bit me, if, but then people are like well why are you doing a rewatch we're doing a rewatch because i literally have never rewatched the show we're doing it for the lols for now and the fun <laughs> And I technically I do need to finish the reviews and I'm going to do it, which is my own personal thing. Like nobody's telling me write reviews. It's I to give us to something it. to talk about. And it gives us something to talk about. But like, are we trying to like get back the fandom excitement? No, and, no, no. Like we, we readily accept that that's, that door has partially shut. A rewatch isn't about going back in time. It's about watching something from before with the lens of experience that yes. you now have. And like, reminiscing. The only thing of like if it's a full time machine scenario would <laughs> like We're gonna Marty to McFly this <laughs> getting to experience season one and two live already friends with you two would be oh, awesome. Yeah. I yeah. see that is that is a sadness to me. Nice. That would have been fun. I yeah. I would have been so much more confident. <laughs> you, I was like the clown to end all clowns. I was so fucking confident. It's ridiculous. My, were like, girl, gave me the right. She'd be crazy. I remember yeah. I joined Twitter and they're like, Jen, you have to go talk to Callie. Like she's like she's like on it. I'm like I'm scared. I don't know. She's very. She knows all the things and I don't know the things. And I was like, oh, she's like a normal person and super awesome. So <laughs> I was like, yay. Like. I can't ever be disappointed with Arrow because it's like it brought all these just truly awesome people who did end up in my life after the show. The people yeah. who were meant to be in your to life meant to are be in, in your life, life stick around. Exactly. Correct. That's the important thing. That's the important part. But like, yeah, yeah no. I, Honestly, I that's like, what the, guys, this rewatch is for of like us doing ago. the podcast now is basically us like, experiencing these seasons yeah. as friends. You would have seen a totally different Jen in season two <laughs> it would have been like who is this person i would oh have my been gosh i can only imagine our phone call after 213 yeah before 213 i would have been a completely different person than i was after 213 i felt like 206 i felt like yes i'm on it and then he confused me for the rest of the season i wasn't confused because i still knew they were gonna go to felicity i was just pissed i was pissed what the fuck are you doing i'm so mad listen that that night of television was honestly the most stressful 
night of my life because it was either the season where Elena died or it was the season where Elena had to, she's vampire and she chooses, there were two back-to-back seasons where Elena was making choices. So the first go around, she chose Steph and the second go around. I think it was during three because I was still watching. Neither one of those choices made any sense in the seasons that they happened. Like it would have made sense for Elena to choose Damon in season three. So she chose Stefan and it would have made sense in season four for Elena to choose Stefan, but she chooses Damon. So whatever. Anyways. So I'm like living and dying by these choices of this dingbat. And I'm waiting to find out who does Oliver love the most. And I knew at that point, by the time it got to who does he love the most, there was no, literally no doubt in my mind that it was Felicity. Like, nobody could say anything to me. It didn't matter what hate I was getting in my Tumblr inbox. Oh, it girl, didn't matter I anything I saw. I knew for certain. You couldn't have told me. If you no. said, maybe it's going to be Laurel, I would have laughed in your fucking Watching face. Watching the episode, <laughs> I literally, like, I am... It's like I am a puppet and Mark Guggenheim just like moves me wherever he wants. I just don't know where I got the I was toys to be so sure. I mean I was oh. right, but like why was I so sure? I mean Ooh, I was I'm, sure. I'm telling ya, I should have found your blog because I, I talked know. about that fucking episode and it being unthinkable. And Nicholas was finally like, go to the internet to find the answers. I can't talk to you about this anymore. <laughs> I was like, because obviously it's true. He loves her. Nick's like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I used to give a fuck, but now I'm so sick of hearing about this guy and whether or not he actually likes this chick. I don't care. I, like, sucked all of all of my husband's love for Arrow, like, out. It was like oxygen, and you I just sucked it. it all out. He's like, I can't. I can't. Way to go. I can't do this. No, like, Nicholas's interest in Arrow, like, totally declined as my interest went up. He was like, Nobody can be this interested in this fucking show. I love show. it. He's like, someone yeah. has to be normal in this house. I'm like, that's fair. It's not going to be me. So, <laughs> Absolutely. 100% not me. So, yeah. Like, I enjoy the reminiscing. I'm really enjoying the rewatch. But do I miss Oliver and Felicity? Do I wish I could go back to that time frame where I'm staying up till 4 a.m. Or writing reviews? have them now in a reboot or whatever. No. no. I, no. I cannot. Every time Steve opens his mouth... And he's like, oh, I play Oliver Queen again. I'm like, shut I'm like, sure you would. You're the frack. You want money, but. Oh, okay. Where were you? Listen, the network wanted 10 years. What was the diva dinklehopper doing ending it at eight and a half? But see, we don't want that because Emily was done. Emily was done, contacted done, done. to seven and yeah. bye-bye. So anything after that, it I ended like, at, no, no. I think it should have ended at seven. But that's just me. No, you're right. It should have. <laughs> Correct. I mean, there's absolutely nothing that happened in eight that I'm like, oh yeah, this really cinched the deal for me. No. I'm like, nope, we could just If they could have added one more episode where the kids joined the present day thing. I mean, yeah. that was a necessary life-saving moment for me because I was about ready to jump off a freaking writing bridge because it was but just we, if we we if we had never had the kids in the first place. Would we have needed that? Yeah. 
Oh, no, I see what you're saying. Yeah, no. Like, if I had never seen future Elicity baby, but, like, I know that they had the baby and her name is Mia, call it, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. That was enough for me. <laughs> then, like, do I, then can I do my own fan casting? Like, exactly. It probably sure. would have been Cat McNamara. It would have fucking been Cat McNamara, which is why I was living right. So I wasn't unhappy about that development, but also, like, do I take, do I take Mia over having Felicity? Fuck no. 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 So many different levels of no. No. So, like, yeah. Like, to me, William and Mia were, like, the last string of hope that I was holding on to just to survive the and fucking the how many episodes I had to watch people. without Emily Vetricards. Really is where it was at. Yeah. But, honestly, all of eight, keep it. And you could have done some of eight in se- season seven easily yeah mm-hmm. easily yeah easily. oh i just easily. love that you were like i just love that that episode where everybody watched <laughs> where they're watching the crossover and i was so mad about how they're treating oliver and everyone was like jen what about the whole he makes a deal with the monitor I'm like what are you guys talking about <laughs> <laughs> and it was like jen oh they were like oh honey that part where he was in space talking to this monitor guy, I'm like, I don't remember. They're like, how did you miss that? And, and I'm like, Jen, like, that's rage. the problem. That's the whole problem. They're like, Jen, they think they're going to kill Oliver. I'm like, no, they're not. What the fuck are they talking about? And I went to go watch it on YouTube. I'm like, oh, shit, this is bad. <laughs> <laughs> you were so confident before that. You're like, yeah, it's going to be fine. I'm like, it's, it's not going to be fine. And then I was like, how are you not freaking out about the monitor scene? I'm like, what's the monitor? <laughs> Like, well, you're not watching. I'm like, honestly, I stopped watching. I really, they lost me after Lo- uh, Lois insulted him for the 300th time. Yeah. I'm like, this bitch can eat me. I can't. Still can't watch Superman because of it. Also, because I'm just over the CW, but whatever. It's getting yeah. sold off. It's fine. Well, ladies. Yeah, I got to go feed my people. Yep. Yeah. Okay, peeps. We'll talk next week. 115 gold jet. 115. It's happening. Yay. Yay. Bye. Have a good weekend, ladies. Bye. Bye. Bye.